ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the next edition of the Bibiter State of the Union podcast. I believe this will be the third one, basically, in the last 24 hours. Um, I'm just going to preface this podcast with a warning for this one. I'm a little pissed off at the moment, and the wounds are a little fresh. Uh, But we'll maybe get into that later. Maybe we won't. I'm really going to try hard not to go on a rant because... It it's it's just bubbling under the surface and wants to get out. But uh, if there's one thing that I've gotten real good at over the years, it's bottling things up and you know dealing with it later. Anyway, we'll just jump right in. Looking at the Cleveland Browns through the third quarter of the season, Browns picked up three more victories and then wound up with a tie. Uh, they had their bye week in week nine. Uh, after that, picked up victories on the road over division rival Steelers, over the Bills, and over the Brooklyn Bulls. Uh, and then came home in week 13 and tied the Cardinals. For whatever reason, the last few years, the computer seems to be wanting to simulate more ties for user teams against good opponents. Don't know why, don't really care, other than it makes figuring out playoff positioning and stuff a little easier more difficult so to speak because records are a little misleading sometimes um so third quarter for the browns pretty much went the way i expected it to for them i didn't figure they were going to pick up a loss if at all uh in the fourth quarter of the season for them in the stretch run to the playoffs uh, they will have a home game against the rival Steelers. I believe last time we looked at it, the Steelers and them were tied for the division. Uh, so this could be a big game as far as tiebreakers go. Then they'll have a game against the Jets in Week 15, game against the Bengals in Week 16, and then travel to Baltimore for the final game of the year. Um, at this point, I'm sure the Browns will win their division and probably are now with a one or two seed in the playoffs. Uh, We'll look at that in a minute. Uh, Moving on to Kansas City. Uh, Coming out of the bye week, Kansas City went on a four-game winning streak um, and then lost three in a row. Um, I do know in week 11 against the Broncos is when their starting running back got hurt, so that probably with a rookie quarterback has affected production or hindered the offense, so to speak, but they picked up wins on the road over the Titans and the Colts. Well, that was week eight. So third quarter of the season, they started off with a victory over the Bulls, uh, then picked up a victory in L.A. over the Chargers. Uh, Then they lost to the Broncos, lost to the Vikings, and lost to the Patriots. I have several issues with the Patriots game. I'm really going to try hard not to go off on a rant. All I really would like to say is it's a good thing I was not in the same room as anybody. Um, I'm honestly actually glad my family wasn't home either because I really have some strong feelings about this bullshit and I'm really trying not to let it out. Um, Needless to say, with a three-game losing streak... As I said, it was going to be hard for the Chiefs to get into the playoffs. They're not making it now. Um, I really doubt even if they went undefeated over the last four games, which I doubt will happen, they'd make it. Um, for the most part, it was. It's kind of what I've the Patriots games what I've come to expect. Um, 
usually we have a hard time getting this game in and when the Chiefs are actually, you know, second game we tried, Kansas City was up 14-3, to kicked us out with 13 seconds, what are three seconds before halftime. That figures. That's about normal. Uh, turn it around. Even in games where the Patriots might be in control, the minute the Chiefs start making a comeback, or if it's a game where maybe they're getting a lot of turnovers on the Patriots, usually it gets kicked out and they have to start over again. Anytime something like that goes on, the first time the Patriots start, you know, you know, catching breaks and getting really good, you know, or playing, you know, things just seem to be going the Patriots' way. Won't kick us out; it'll let the game go, and it usually ends up fairly heavily in favor of the Patriots. Um, usually in those kind of games, the Chiefs turn the ball over a lot on close plays that, you know, are iffy as far as whether the offense should have had it or the defense should have had it. Um, overall, I think this was a pretty decent game. Yes, most of the breaks went to the Patriots. Um, I'm not trying to say that Hamlin isn't a great player. I'm going to say that the Patriots are predictable as freaking hell because they run inside. They just run crossing routes with Hamlin. They run angle routes with their running back. That's basically their offense, especially in user games. They don't really throw to anybody else. They don't try to. Um, the frustration for me is when I call defenses that should at least make those type of plays more difficult and then the receivers are still wide open, I, I it's frustrating because I don't know what to do. There's only so much I can control. Even if I take control of a player and they get, you know, they still somehow, I'm like I said, not trying to say that Hamlin isn't a great player, but he gets led into passes by his quarterback and he gets catches when he just gets lit up that you know when you flip it over and look at the Chiefs something similar happens the guy drops the ball Hamlin makes the catch okay whatever um, my biggest issue with this game and with a few other games against other users that I've had is once you get into the fourth quarter if you have the lead I don't care if I have just scored and it's still a two two touchdowns to go if you've paid attention to how the game has gone up to that point and you know you've pretty much moved the ball pretty well and you know you've got a two touchdown lead stop fucking trying to score and just run out the clock nothing pisses me off more i understand it's a fucking video game and excuse the language but i couldn't hold it anymore I understand it's a video game, but fuck off and run the clock out. You don't have to try to run up more fucking points. That is my biggest issue with that game. From my standpoint, I had one interception. Yeah, he got a few sacks when I knew what was coming and apparently still couldn't get rid of the ball. I have a feeling that's an animation thing that the computer calculates, which, like I said, when that kind of stuff starts going the Patriots' way, they generally win, and they generally win by you know, at least two touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, my biggest issue is basically I feel like the scores get run up. I understand it's a video game, and for developmental players, you need stats. I understand he had a rookie quarterback who was worse than my rookie quarterback, and that up until that game, my rookie quarterback was winning rookie of the year. Um, at this point, thanks to that game, his quarterback is winning rookie of the year, which I think is utter and complete bullshit. Um... Not from the standpoint that my quarterback's not winning it now. Just from the standpoint that 
I get you want stats for your quarterback. I you may not have any user games left. That's fine, but you don't. If you already know you've won the game, you don't have to fucking run up the score in the fourth quarter when you're up by two touchdowns and there's no way I'm going to win and then go down and try to score a goddamn touchdown. I don't do that to anybody else. I'm trying to run out the clock if that's me in that position. But I guess sportsmanship doesn't fucking matter in a goddamn video game. Uh, Moving on to the fourth quarter of the season for the Chiefs. I swear the rant's over. I'm not going to say another word about it. Um... Just to finish out the season for the Chiefs, they will travel to Denver to play the Broncos. Week 15 and 16, they'll be at home for games against the Texans and Raiders, and then they will go to Detroit uh, to finish off the season. As I said, four wins isn't going to get you into the playoffs. I doubt if they'd win out from here and get it to 8-8 eight and eight, that they'd make the playoffs, and I really don't think they're going 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, my consolation prize at this point is that the Patriots will get to the playoffs and the Browns will kick their ass. That's that's where I sit right now. Uh, moving on to the Patriots. Um, through the third quarter of the season for the Patriots went pretty much the way I figured it would. As I've said before, the Patriots simulate wins like nobody else can. Uh, week 9, they picked up a victory over the Giants. Week 10, they picked up a victory over the Bulls. Week 11, they lost to the division rival Jets. Uh, week 12, they beat the Washington football team. And then, of course, the game against Kansas City. Uh, in the fourth quarter of the season for them, they will travel to Cincinnati, to Baltimore, and then finish at home against the Dolphins and Eagles. Uh, I believe last time they were tied with the Jets, so that loss to the Jets might actually make them be the second-place team in their division. Uh, Not going to lie, I kind of hope that's the way it is. Um, Like I said, a little salty when it comes to the Patriots. Uh, Looking at the AFC picture with four weeks to go, we'll kind of see where the playoffs are at. Um, Standing-wise... In the AFC North, the Browns are 8-3-1. and one. They're winning their division. Uh, the Ravens are second at 7-5. and five. Um, So they've got a game lead on the Ravens with four to go. Uh, so that Week 17 game against the Ravens might prove interesting. Um, I'm going to guess by that point it probably won't be interesting because the Browns will probably win the rest of their games. Um but has the potential. Uh, Cincinnati's third at five and six, followed by the Steelers at five and seven. Um, so yeah, I figure Browns, like I said, probably in the one or two seed at this point. We'll have to go look at the overall standings to see. Um, but progressing about the way I expect. Looking at the AFC East, the Patriots are leading their division at eight and four. Uh, Dolphins are second at six and five. Jets are third at four and eight, and the Bills are last at two and ten. So that Jets loss doesn't really mean much, apparently, um, unless the you know they lose another couple. I guess if the Dolphins could beat them, that would get them. So they're only up two games on the Dolphins. Um, so I guess the Dolphins could push them for their spot, but not likely. Um, so. I'm going to say probably Browns and Patriots are one or two. Patriots might be in the three. Who knows? Uh, as far as the AFC West goes, the Chargers are in the front in front at eight and four. The Raiders are second at seven and five. Broncos five and seven. Chiefs last at four and eight. Chiefs season's over at this point. So the last four games are just basically 
working on trying to get guys, although Chiefs have no user games left, so it's just going to be simulated stuff, but it's just going to be trying to get um, guys' experience and stuff getting ready for next year. Um, with as young as Casey is and the fact that they rattled off four in a row, uh, hopefully you know, with some more development this season and then maybe getting depending on what the salary cap picture looks like maybe the Chiefs can go out and get a couple of free agents to help out next year that'll really you know help them get back into the picture in the thick of things um looking at the overall playoff picture for the AFC uh Browns are first at eight and three Patriots are in the two seed at eight and four shocker there not uh, the Chargers would be the third seed at eight and four. The Texans are the fourth seed at eight and four. Um, and then the two wild card spots would be the Raiders and Ravens. Um, then you've got uh, the Dolphins at six and five. Titans at six and six. Those two are probably still kind of on the outside looking in, so to speak. Um, I don't imagine anything is going to change with the top two spots. Browns will be the one seed going into the playoffs. The Patriots will be the two. Um, Chargers and Texans might change spots. They're both eight and four. And then, of course, the Raiders and Ravens. Um, I know the Chiefs have to play the Raiders, so hopefully they beat them and can maybe screw up their playoff chances. Um, but that's that's where the AFC playoffs sit. We'll go look at the NFC and see where they're at. Um, I guess while I'm doing this, I can go ahead and advance it because I guess there's a user game coming up between the Panthers and Packers. Oh, I guess we won't advance yet. We're still waiting on somebody. Oh, waiting on our commissioner. Anyway... Oh, we're waiting on the commissioner and the Patriots. So who knows when this will get advanced? Anyway, back to the back to the point of this podcast. Uh, for the NFC, looking at the Packers and Panthers through the third quarter of the season for the Packers, um, they went undefeated. They had their bye week in week nine. Then they picked up wins over Divi- a win over the division rival Lions in Detroit. Uh, then they picked up a victory over the Chargers in Week 11, which if the Chiefs could have kept their winning streak going, that might have helped them out. Uh, and then they picked up a victory at home over the Seahawks and at home over the Broncos. Again, if the Chiefs could have kept their winning streak going, that might have helped out. Um, thanks, Packers, but unfortunately it didn't help. Um, but we appreciate the effort. Uh, coming up in the fourth quarter of the season for the Packers, week 14 is that big Panthers-Packers matchup. Then week 15, the Packers will travel to New York to play the Giants. Week 16, they'll play the Vikings at home and then finish out the season in Oakland against the Raiders. Um, at this point, I'm hoping anybody that has to play an AFC West team wins mm-hmm. just to screw up their playoff chances and stuff. Um, so... I'm sure the Packers, I believe they were tied with the Lions for their division. Uh, I'm pretty sure with that, let's see, let's go back and, let's just go back and look. Uh, I do believe they beat the um, Lions the first, yes, so that, that 
second win over the Lions. I do believe they were tied with them, so that gives them the division in a tiebreaker situation. Um, and I'm sure, you know, with those four victories, the Packers are probably the number one seed and have kind of pulled away from the rest of the NFC. Or I guess the guess the Panthers were six and two, so maybe they caught up to the um, Panthers. We'll have to see what the Panthers have done. Um, but you know, good positioning for the Packers. They're you know late in the season, kind of where I expected them to be. Uh, looking at the Panthers through the third quarter of the season, the Panthers went three and one. Um, they had their bye week in week nine. Then they picked up a victory over the Colts in Indianapolis in week ten. Uh, loss to the Cardinals at home in week eleven. Beat the Saints in week twelve at home. And then traveled to Tennessee and picked up a win over the Titans. Uh, fourth quarter of the season for the Panthers has that Packers game. Then they will finish out the season on the road uh, with games at the Cowboys, at the Division Rival Falcons, and then in Seattle against the Seahawks. Um, so let's go take a look at the NFC standings. For the NFC North, the Packers are winning their division by three games at nine and three. The Lions are second at six and six. Um, so good to get at that second victory against the Lions, but with a three-game lead, Lions, I don't think are going to be able to make any noise. Uh, Bears are tied at six and six, but in the third position, and then the Vikings are five and seven. Uh, looking at the NFC South, the Panthers are nine and three. Uh, Falcons are in second at five and seven, so the four-game lead. I don't see the Panthers losing their division. Uh, Saints are third at four and eight, and the Blues are last at three and nine. Um, so overall for the NFC, uh, Rams are the number one seed at ten and two. Um, so the big playoff implication for Packers Panthers is right now the Packers are the two seed at nine and three, and the Panthers are the three seed at nine and three. Um, so Basically, if the Packers win, they will stay the two seed. If the Panthers win, Packers and Panthers will flip spots at two and three. Um, Redski or the Washington football team is fourth at eight and four. Um, so depending on how they do, they might be able to take whoever ends up with the third spot. They might be able to take that from them or even catch whoever's got the two spot. Um, but they are currently on a two-game losing streak. Um, so that could prove to provide some interest in the NFC for the last four games. Um, so those are your top four. The two wild cards would be the uh, Seahawks and Giants, um, both seven and five. Uh, the Cardinals are probably not quite out of it at six, five, and one. Um, and then you got the Eagles, Lions, and Bears all at six and six. Uh, I would imagine for the Cowboys, Falcons, and Vikings at five and seven, it's going to be a pretty big stretch for them to get into the playoffs. So a little shaking up probably is still going to happen in the um, NFC playoff picture. Uh, there is still the possibility, even though the Rams are ten and two, that the Packers or Panthers could, you know, both catch them and end up being one and two, or at least one of them beat the Rams to take the one seed. Um, although Rams are on. And uh, sorry for that brief interruption. Uh, anyway, so 
lots happening still in the NFC playoffs. Um, four games to go. I have a feeling there's still going to be a little bit of movement in who gets what seed. Um, but I'm just going to now say congratulations to the four users that are going to make the playoffs. Um, I, as far as the Chiefs go, I'm not upset with the season. My core, I mean, you know, some people are like, oh, we had a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I had a rookie quarterback. He hasn't exactly, he hasn't played poorly. He's played pretty well in most every game. I mean, there's a couple of games where he struggled a little bit, but, you know, he's a rookie. That's what you expect. Um, I'm putting most of it on the fact that I had to get, or I didn't have to, but because of not being able to resign guys or guys not wanting to resign and uh, the play the Chiefs made to get the um, rookie quarterback that they got, uh, defensively they had to get, or they got kind of young and guys just need time to develop and against, you know, and this game against some of the teams that the Chiefs have to go against. Young's not necessarily the best thing for earning victories. Um, I can at least honestly say no game has been probably truly a blowout. Um, they've definitely lost a few games by a couple of touchdowns, but I I guess if you, yeah, I consider a blowout to be by, you know, four or five, not two. Two touchdowns in this in this league you can make up pretty quick. Uh, we'll just real quick go look at injury reports to finish things up. Um, so for the Browns, they are healthy, free, and clear. Uh, the Chiefs, like I said, they lost their star running back to a broken wrist against the Broncos a couple weeks ago. Uh, he's out four more weeks, so if the Chiefs were in a position to make the playoffs, he'd at least get back probably for the wild card round at mo at um at best he'd be back for the wild card round at worst he'd be back for the divisional round um so that's probably not helping things for the chiefs down the stretch um outside of having a good tight end having a good receiving halfback is probably a pretty good security blanket for a rookie quarterback too uh, moving on to the patriots the patriots have nobody on the injury list Packers have nobody on the injury list, and uh, the ooh, Panthers have one player. Uh, they have a 26-year-old, 79 overall center. I would almost guess that was that's probably their starter. Maybe um, he's out for three more weeks, weeks with a shoulder tear. Um, judging by record, I'd guess they've got a competent backup for him that's not, you know, offensively hurting them. Um, but he'll be back for the playoffs. Actually, I mean, at this rate, he'll be back for week 17. Um, so we'll see if that plays a role in the, um, game against the Packers this week. Um, but that's, that's where we're at. Um, congratulations to the four teams that are going to make the playoffs. Um, We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully the Chiefs can get back to it next year. I believe that'll wrap up this podcast. Um, I, again, will apologize for the rant in the middle. That's, I say that I was pretty good about holding things, and that's been building up for a few seasons just because that seems to be how that goes. Um, 
mm, I don't want to call it mostly frustration on the user part, but it it is, and you know, it it's just probably how how I feel about sports in general as far as like kind of sportsmanship goes and I understand it's a video game but you know there's still certain things you should you know especially when you're amongst friends I mean he yeah we'll just we'll just let it go at that uh, so anyway, that wraps up this podcast, the third in 24 hours. Um, hopefully you don't hear another one for at least a week. Um, although at the rate we apparently are simulating today, can't guarantee that either. Um, I can't honestly say it might happen just because at this point, knowing that I'm not making the playoffs, I don't really have any real urgency to get anything done for the game. Um I mean, I at this point, I'm ready to... I mean, I've got it set ready to advance whenever the Packers and Panthers can play. And, you know, once they play, if it takes me a day to get back on, I honestly don't care. Um, so, we'll get to the end of the season probably... You know, with the holidays coming up, we'll probably get it done. You never know, the holidays might drag things out a little bit. Um, but that being said... Um, happy holidays, everybody. Hopefully we'll get to see some of you. Uh, seems like it's been forever since we've gotten to see you guys. Um, for those of you that may not have seen, you know, friends or family for a while and are going to do something for, you know, Christmas, uh, please be careful. Um, whether you agree with the mask wearing or you believe the warnings about, you know, social distancing and groups of people, it's your personal choice, but please just be safe, be conscientious of others and, you know, consequences of decisions. Um, and I hope you guys, I hope everybody has happy holidays, um, and, you know, safely gets to the new year and that the new year is a lot better than this one. And I think that will do it. We will see you guys next time.